Welcome back to the market is closed. Good Wednesday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harris here with the Daily VRA Investing Podcast. Hope you all had a good day today. Markets had a pretty good rally cooking uh, after the open here. Could not hold that. Went negative a couple of times. Going to cover that in some detail. Uh, this is the bear market. Going to go through some thoughts there, including my ideal trading strategy. What I want to see happen to give us a great bear market rally. Because remember, bear market rallies are stronger than bull market rallies. They rip the face off shorts. They happen in a hurry. They don't last long. They can last a week or two. They can last longer than that. But they tend to be short-lived. And they just go, go, go. And it's like the shorts are covering. The longs are, are, are in there. And then they peter out. So that's, I'll walk you through what I want to see happen there. Because I think we might have one coming up pretty soon. Uh, it sets up pretty well from every point of view. I'll walk you through that. Also, earnings, we'll talk about that. <clears throat> Again, that ties into what we're talking about here as well. Facebook, for example, just reported m- moments ago. And, um, you know, look, no one cares about Facebook's irrelevant. It's hard to say that now uh, because it was such an important company for so long. Facebook is now irrelevant. It does not matter. Now, if you work at Facebook, it matters. If you're in Silicon Valley, it matters. If you're in advertising, it matters. I guess if you're, I don't know, a stay-at-home grandma, uh, it matters. But to investors, Facebook does not matter. It's now relevant. Earnings were good. Stock's up 20 bucks on the earnings. It's a $201 a share, up 11%. Wow, right? Boom. The problem is that even with this move higher, over the last year, Facebook is now down 48%. 48%. Get woke and go broke, Right? Again, censorship, right? Controlling the message, the pandemic. They were all part of this central group, along with Twitter, mainstream media, right? The 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 the, the media cartel to control the message, to censor, to deplatform the, the wrong people, yours truly included, and to make sure they controlled everything about the message with the deep state. Okay. Um, but but other than that, now that that game's over. Disney. Disney, same thing. Walt Disney, the groomer, grooming our little kids. Stocks down forty percent in nine months. Down forty percent in seven months. Today, they uh, had like a paid piece out in Bloomberg that the reason Disney stock is down forty percent in seven months. Is because QAnon, this is true, Bloomberg actually wrote this up, is because QAnon believers, <laughs> Q, because they're telling a story that's not true about, about Disney being a grooming company, believing in, in, in CRT and, uh, and, pu- and pushing it hard and uh, exposing our kids to these things. Yeah, that, that's why. That, sure, that, that's it, Disney. That's it. Has nothing to do... Uh, with the fact that you're trying to indoctrinate our kids, our our our, kin- our second, third, fourth grade kids, uh, with um, sexuality, teaching them about well, you 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 look like a boy, but you may be a girl. You know, doctors can't tell when you're born. These are actually the things they're saying and they're teaching people uh, to really screw them up for life. Imagine being a child and having a teacher. You know, you look to your teachers as authority figures, and and so many families now. Teachers are like parents because they're, you know, most, let's face it, so many, so many households don't have a dad and, you know, moms are working two jobs and they're just, they get home and they're tired as can be and 
They're not, they're not the parent they need to be. They know that. So, so, parent, so teachers take on this important role. And imagine being a kid and being told when you're at that formidable age, uh, you know, of, 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 of seven, eight, nine years old, right? Your, 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 your brain's a sponge. And your teacher's telling you, you, do you feel like a girl? Because you look, you look like you might be a girl. <laughs> you know, being a boy and like, what? How, how much does that mess you up for life? So that's, that's Disney. That's Disney. Uh, I will keep preaching that message long and strong. And, uh, uh, and, and get on platforms like Gitter and, uh, and Truth Social. So you can't be banned for speaking the truth into existence, right? But anyway, great to see these get woke, go broke companies going broke. Netflix, boom, destroyed, right? Uber, boom, destroyed. These stocks are all getting hammered. And that's the, that's the good thing about a bear market, folks. In bear markets, all of these scam companies get exposed. It, it happens, all of them eventually. But in bear markets, it happens faster because the buyers disappear. And now the sellers are in charge. And that's the market we have now. Uh, we'd love to see it happen to the get woke and go broke companies because they deserve it. Unfortunately, it happens to all of them. It's happening again today. Again, let's cover the markets here. We've got a lot to talk about. Um, all right. Uh, what else? Oh, earnings. Google and uh, uh, Microsoft reported after the close yesterday. And uh, uh, Microsoft was up big today. I think Microsoft had its best, best day in a couple, three years, about 5%. Uh, Google, on the other hand, continues a string of, uh, of, of disappointing performance, down 2% right now, down big again yesterday on the, on the big fall yesterday. Uh, but all eyes, all eyes are on tomorrow after the close. Tomorrow's the close. Amazon and Apple report. These are our bellwethers now. As I see it, these are our bellwethers. Amazon's already down 26% from its highs. Already in a brutal bear market. And it's going lower. But Apple is only down 13%. This is the real big bellwether, right? It's only down 13% from its highs. Apple's going to go lower as well. I want to see, this is what I want to see, capitulation. Like, for example... Tesla reported earnings last week. Remember, the stock screamed higher, right? Great earnings, boom, boom, boom. What's happened since? Stock's done nothing but go down on great earnings. This is the pattern that you see in a bear market where, it's, again, it's not the news that matters. It's the market's reaction to that news. That's the tell. And we're seeing company after company after company. Uh, not all of them. Microsoft held up today. It held its gains. So you know a lot of these a lot of these companies we're we're going to start seeing bottoms form okay, and that's how you start to know you're nearing some kind of an important bottom even if it's just a big tradable bottom all right. But anyway, the point being, Apple and Ern uh, Apple and Amazon on, on Thursday are going to be key. What I want to see, I'll tell you now. This is what we told our our subscribers today because we're trading this bear market rally. We're trading this bear market and bear market rallies. And we have the vehicles we're doing it with. I want to see capitulation. I want to see it on Monday. The best buys of my career have happened on Monday mornings after brutal opens. So if I, in my, my ideal world, we'll see if it happens or not. I'll just tell you, this is, again, this is what I, I want to see this. And I think this is some evidence we may. Because these markets are already hitting heavily to extreme oversold. We're starting to get elevated put call ratios. 
We already know that many of the sentiment surveys are either at extreme fear or approaching extreme fear. But we're not, we're not, we're not, we're blood in the streets yet, right? We, we don't have uh, a real pain yet. But can't you feel it coming? I can. I want to see a capitulation event where we have a bad Friday after Amazon and Apple, even if they beat. If the stocks, if the shares go lower over the weekend, investors are going to read their statements and go, man, I just, I don't want to take any more of this pain. And that's when the Monday morning sell-offs happen, right? From the orders that come in over the weekend, the the selling that would take place in Europe and China before us. And you get that capitulation. We need a capitulation event. We haven't had it. We didn't have it with the February 24th lows, first shots fired lows. Every great rally, every great rally from a steep sell-off begins with a capitulation event. And Monday mornings are ideal. That's my ideal setup. We'll see how that plays out. All right? Because uh, we, will we will be using that to, to make several changes uh, on both sides. Markets today. Uh, again, strong rallies. Market tried to hang its head up. They just could not do it again. The shorts are now in control of the market. Right? The bears are in control. Rallies are sold and shorted. And the buyers just aren't there. Why would you? You're fighting the Fed now. This is, quant- this is the inverse of QE. We don't have the Fed as our friend. The Fed is now our enemy. If you're long specifically growth stocks, momentum stocks, tech, semis, if you're long those names, you're getting hit. They're being targeted. They're the most exposed, right? They have the highest PE multiples. They have the, the furthest to fall. There's not, enough va- there's not as much value in these names. And unlike quantitative easing, when the Fed's your friend, again, QT, if you go back through history, since uh, QB started 2008, 2009, every time we've had quantitative e- uh, tightening, the markets have sold off. So this is no mystery. This is, this is history repeating. But, you know, again, you have, I think it's important to, even if you're a long-term investor, to at least be aware of what's happening. So if you're a long-term investor, none of this bothers you. you you're just looking to add to, to your core positions. Then you want to know this anyway, because you want to know you want a ballpark idea of when the bottom is, you know. And uh, we shared Rich Ross's uh, Rich Ross's the CMT at Evercore, and we shared his uh, work today with our folks. And you know he's looking for m- much lower prices. Uh, we're we are we are right now as of today's close violated uh, a key support levels in both the Nasdaq 100, uh, which was uh, excuse me we're right there with 13,000. That that's where we closed. We're right there. And the SP500 key support was 4,200. We violated that today. But he wants to see on a weekly basis. So th- th- these levels are important this week. What I'm walking you through now is important for this week as we head into next week and hopefully get a great, a great bottom and a great, a great, at least a great bear market rally. Uh, but Ross is bearish and looking for much lower prices. Uh, not quite that bearish, but his, his theme is that everything that happened in the past with quantitative easing is now the reverse. It's all, it's blowing, it's blowing up. That's his view. It's blowing up. And it's hard to argue with that when you've got team Biden and the intentional destruction is happening in the U S and globally with all these horrible decisions being made left and right. And at some point, even the biggest optimist, and I'm one of them, even the biggest optimist has to say, yeah, nobody's this bad. Nobody makes this, this, this many mistakes time and time and time and time again. 
you know, uh, look, United States, southern border is wide open. Two million illegals in the last 14 months. Two million. And Team Biden doesn't say a word. Nothing. However, we can send 15, 20, 30, 50, 100 billion dollars to Ukraine, the most corrupt country on the planet. So, look, we see what's happening here. It is intentional destruction. The markets are catching up to it now in the face of hyperinflation. I say hyperinflation because 15 to 20 percent is a lot of inflation. That's a real number. That's where we really are. And the question is, how do you even launch QE on the back end of this with inflation this high? Because that will only cause more inflation. The Fed's trapped. We've talked about it a lot here. That's the theme. The Fed is trapped. Okay. Uh, Dow Jones to get down uh, up 61. SP 500 up 8. NASDAQ down 1. And the rest 2000 uh, down uh, 6 points. So really a quiet day. But again, a lot happening beneath the surface. 10-year uh, back up to a 2.81% yield. The VIX today was down 2 points at 3160. Again, if you're tracking with us here, you know, we highlighted this uh, a couple weeks ago. When the VIX was 18, we said, look at this chart pattern. Look at this chart pattern. Because it had been a series of higher lows and higher highs going back several months, four or five months. And it points to 50 plus on the VIX. And right now, and then we moved up to 30, we'll call it 32. And, um, you know, timing is the only question here. I mean, it, it may be another month or two or whatever before the VIX, hits, assuming it ever does. But this chart pattern has been an ascending uh, channel of near perfection, higher lows, high, higher lows and higher highs, that does point to 50 plus. And again, that fits pretty well with the trading strategy we have in mind here and the way we're approaching this bear market. Um, okay, uh, see here. Oh, okay, under the hood today, let's take a look at the internals. Again, this is not good. Even when the market was up on the day, you know, these just aren't good. You know, After the brutality that's happened in the market, these internals should be better. On an update, uh, and we were up bigger earlier. These internals, just should, they just should be better. And they've been horrible. Uh, today, uh, NASDAQ, even though NASDAQ was down just one point, uh, uh, solid. Uh, not two to one, but but solidly negative advanced decline. Uh, about seven, eight hundred million dollars more worth of selling on the buy side, on the sell side, on volume uh, than buying. Uh, NYSE, uh, slightly, ne- about 400 issues negative uh, on NYSE. And volume, actually slightly positive uh, for NYSE. Again, it helps when uh, Microsoft is up as much as it was. Uh, although Boeing was down 7% today. Of course, that's a, that's a big cap uh, Dow Jones name as well. Um, but the negative here that you just can't escape is what's happening in new 52 highs to lows. Today, this is, this is brutal. We had 49 stocks hit a new 52-week high to 1,453 hitting new 52-week lows. Yesterday, we had 1,200 stocks hitting new 52-week lows. Worse today, even. This takes us back, folks, thinking about the, the, uh, the, 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 the run-up to the worst of coronavirus. You know, this is, again, I, 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 don't, I hate to be overly bearish because we are so oversold. But again, these internals are not, this is not good news. And the fact that the semis have led the way lower, again, you know, our thoughts there, semis lead tech and NASDAQ, and then that leads the market. Well, yesterday the semis were down 4.5%. You would think they could rally today, you know? I mean, they've been bru- this group has been brutal. Uh, you would think they could rally today. And the semis didn't. They finished down a half percent. Uh, so, again, that's just not what you want to see. Okay, um, 
In our uh, sector watch today, of our 11 SP owner sectors, we had uh, five minutes higher, uh, six minutes lower. To the downside, led by communication services. Again, Disney's in there, Netflix, of course. All these stocks that get woke and go broke are getting broke. Down 2.6% today for that group. That's a new 52-week low, as Tyler just reminded me. Uh, real estate down a half percent. Utilities down a half percent. Not not a lot, not a lot happened there. To the upside, materials up 1.4%. Energy up 1.4% as well. Um, and I did not get this number before I started this cast. Apologies here. Uh, I, I, I'm just going to give you percentages, folks. I don't have the hard numbers in front of me. Oil today uh, was flat, essentially fat, flat today. But again, it's back over $100 a barrel. And then we've got... Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying to scrambling for this screen. Where's the screen? You know what? I'm going to move on. Uh, because I also wanted to talk just briefly about, again, the strategy. I told you, looking for a capitulation event. They're really important. Because right now we've got a market that is struggling with liquidity. Okay? That's really the issue. There's just more sellers and buyers. And why would you buy with quantitative tightening? It's just, again, this is this is how bear market, this is the this is the book, right? This is kind of textbook bear market rally. And of course, on top of that, what I wanted to tell you is, is the dollar, the strength in the dollar has just been the dollar's gone parabolic. The US dollar index today is it 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 a 102, just over 102. And, um, you know, there was a spike to 103.96 in 2020, early 2020 during Rona, but that was a spike. You know, now we're getting back to the highs of, you got to go back to 2017. And then before that, we're talking about forever back to see the dollar index at this high. And the problem with that is that, and it's part of the inflation theme, is that the, the rest of the world really feels its pain when the dollar gets this high, especially emerging markets. Developed countries, not so much. Emerging markets can't get their hands on dollars because they're so expensive. That creates a very, very weak economic situation because they've got to come up with dollars. They've got to pay for their commodities and their dollar base. This is a problem in trade, and it's a problem for the global economy. It's a problem for the U.S. economy because... U.S. multinational companies now are facing big headwinds of a dollar that's too strong. The Fed looks at it and says, we want it to happen, right? Because we want commodity prices to get hit. We need oil to go lower. The problem is it's not. You know, the problem is it's not. Uh, other commodities are beginning to fall. They've got to get their hands on inflation. They know this. Uh, otherwise, you know, they don't, have the, they don't have the balls to do what Paul Volcker did. You know, when he, when he jacked rates to 20%, the Fed funds rates to 20% in 1981 to stop inflation's tracks. Inflation was 15% then. Well, we're there now. And this Fed can't hike rates to 10% or higher, even 5%, what they need to do. So they're pulling out all the stops of a strong dollar, you know, uh, 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 with a, a lot of jawboning about we're going to hike rates a thousand times this year, that kind of thing, to talk the markets down, to talk inflation down. Problem is, folks, I, don't, I just don't see it happening now. Uh, inflation now is the theme, and we don't have a Fed that's got the ability to do it. So, look, they're, they're walking a tightrope. We're certainly rooting for them. This is one of the times we want them to get this right. But it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a problem of their own creation. They created this monster. They're Frankenstein. They created this monster, and now they're going to have to deal with it. And now we've got to pay the price for lower prices. So, head, your head on the swivel, right? It's time to be nimble, time to have cash. Certainly, 
even with gold, even with the dollar this strong, folks, this is absolutely the time you want to own gold and silver and the miners. This is the, these are the pullbacks that you act on. In a commodity watch today, gold was down $18 an ounce at $18.86. Again, strong dollar is a reason. Uh, silver down $0.24 cents an ounce at $23.35. Copper today, uh, just slightly lower at $4.46 a pound. And uh, again, uh, oil today was, uh, was pretty much unchanged. Uh, but again, holding it over $100 a barrel. All right, folks, uh, that's it for the day. Again, I hope you all have a great day today. And uh, hang in there with us. Make sure you stick with us here because the next couple of days, I think, are going to be very important, especially if you're looking for some short-term opportunities to trade a bear market rally that could be a rip-your-face-off one because we're that oversold. On our VRA momentum oscillators, we have hit heavily to extreme oversold levels. And if we're going to have a bear market rally, it's going to, hap- it's going to happen pretty soon and likely from a capitulation event. We'll see if we get that from the earnings going into next week. All right, folks, thanks again. Have a great night. We'll see you again tomorrow after the close.